Thank you, Susan. Yes, we have um, a 1940s Christmas Carol opening on uh, November 26th, the day after Thanksgiving. And so we're busily working on the stage and getting the final touches uh, ready behind us. That runs for four weekends until December 19th. Okay. And how would one person get a ticket to this? Well, generally you can get tickets at the door, but we also have specials. <laughs> where you can order um, an Elves Night Out table for four. And that would need to be done online. And we have tickets available at Eventbrite. Um, you can find links to that on our website at fourthwalltroop.com and also on our Facebook page. Okay. So. so how long have you been doing this? I know you started before the pandemic. Yeah, we opened in uh, January of 2019 and had a really good fun first year where we sort of started to learn our way around what the community would support and what they like and enjoy. Uh, it turns out they really like murder mysteries, so we're gonna keep doing uh, three or four of those a year. Um, and then 2020, of course, we were met with the pandemic, which was very troublesome for theaters all over the world. So we had a long, dark, dry spell, and we're very happy to be back on stage. We started this summer with uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, Followed that up with Life Spirit, and now we're in our third production of 2021. Very exciting. That is very exciting. I'm yeah. really glad to see yeah. you back and Thanks. things are going again. So tell me a little bit about a 1940s Christmas Carol. What's that, what's that all about? Well, um, years ago, a good friend of mine um, had an idea to adapt a Christmas Carol to the 1940s, where Bob Cratchit was actually off fighting the war, and his wife, Emily, was um, home fighting the war effort like Rosie the Riveter kind of a thing. Sure. So um, I got a hold of an old script and started adapting it based on his idea. And so we've got Rosie the Riveter, uh, well, she's not Rosie, she's Emily Cratchit, but she's working at Scrooge's Munitions Factory. Uh, poor Tiny Tim has polio, of course. Um, and there are a lot of references. So the Ghost of Christmas Past is a flapper from the 20s. And um, just a lot of uh, 40s references to FDR and things like that, so it's pretty cute. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, so. the costumes are fantastic, the cast is great. So. Back when cigarettes were good for you. Yep, yep, we've got, we've got <laughs> fake cigarettes up there that the girls are smoking at the munitions factory and stuff, so we're having a fun time with it. Um, threw in a lot of Christmas carols. It's very feel-good, you know, fun, nice, cozy Christmas story. Is this more of a musical or more of a stage play? It's not a musical in the traditional sense. It's a staged play, but we, we did throw in Christmas carols every once in a while just because it felt right for the mood and, sure. and it helped us cover some scene changes. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so. 
know. So how's it been starting back up again? Are you getting people coming back or are they still hesitant? We are getting people pretty pretty regularly. We average about 30 uh, per performance. Um, of course, we could fit 100 in here and I, I hope for the day that that happens. But at the moment, we're very happy with the people who have come out to support us. We. Um, are vaccinated ourselves this cast and the staff here are vaccinated but we do ask that people um, if they're not vaccinated wear a mask and practice social distancing okay that makes sense to me and we have plenty of space to do that absolutely i'm a a vaxxed person also mm -hmm. <laughs> three covid and a flu shot and a pneumonia shot so oh, all kinds of fun yeah, yeah i think i'm less... about due for my booster <laughs> <laughs> nothing less for me to get i guess <laughs> <laughs> i hope not so what happens if you are like me and you don't have a lot of friends that only want to bring one person? Can I still get your snacks at the oh, table and sure. wine? We'll make you a deal you can't refuse. But we have snacks and wine available all of the time. We have uh, generous donations from our friends at Treats General Store here in San Andreas. And so they provide um, groceries for us and the meat for our um, slider samplers. Oh, nice. So we do a little slider sampler. It's got a pork, a chicken, and a beef slider. It comes with a side of coleslaw. And then um, our other friends down in Valley Springs at Grocery Outlet have also given us a generous donation that we put toward our charcuterie boards. So we get the meat and the cheese and the olives and the fruit and all that fancy stuff. And um, we've also been introducing some new wine from friends in Murphy's at Four Winds. Um, and Catano Winery has supported us for years. So we've got wine, beer, soda. We always have cookies at intermission. So we'll keep you fed and going thirsty. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I right. did notice that the murder mysteries also include dinner. Mm -hmm. So is that, so not every play is gonna be a dinner type of right, theater. Right, right. We are saving dinner for the uh, three murder mysteries and the New Year's Eve event, which is coming up also. So those will be a sit down served meal or a buffet, depending on where we are with COVID at that time. Sure. Um, so the next one coming up is uh, the New Year's Eve dinner for one. And that is an all-inclusive night that is so much fun. We do it 20s-style uh, costumes and encourage our guests to dress up as well. So you'll arrive at 7 o'clock. You'll be seated. You'll have a waiter assigned to your section. And you will be served a four-course meal with wine pairings. Oh, my. And then we'll move down to the stage area where you will watch uh, a short production. It's only about a 20, 30-minute play called Dinner for One, where they eat the same meal that you just had. And it's a really funny little play, only two people. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but a little old lady who invites all of her friends to her birthday dinner, not realizing that they've all died. Oh no. And so in her imagination, they're all there. So her butler plays each guest toasting to each one of them and getting progressively more intoxicated every trip around the table. So that one's super fun. And then um, we'll end up with dessert and then live music to ring in the new year. So. That's a really cool one we're looking forward to. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And do you have little buses to take people home? I w yeah, I wish, I wish. We should work something out with the local trans transit company, huh? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or maybe uh, Common Ground can provide senior transit because mm -hmm. everybody I know is old. <laughs> hey, I need a little ride Well, home. we've always got the hotel across the street at the, the Sierra Inn. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's within walking distance, so that was mm -hmm. a pretty clever or staggering distance yes, necessary. Whichever, whichever works. <laughs> so what's the rest of the year like? Well, um, the rest of this year is just the, the Christmas Carol and uh, the New Year's Eve show. And then I've got all of 2022 planned out. We're going to start off the year with 
uh, children's production called Superheroes. Um, it's just a musical review that's still a lot of parody songs and silliness. Uh, we'll also have a murder mystery called The King's Killer. It's a medieval murder mystery, very interactive. The actors will be mingling with the guests and right out here in it. Um, what else? In February, we've got a really cute show called Sylvia. In the spring, we're doing Boeing Boeing. We've just got a packed schedule of 12 shows for next year. Okay, and when do I get to see my bloody princess murder mystery? Ah, that I've had the, since, I don't that, know, yes, years now. Beauty and the Bloodshed. Yes, my dear friend Danielle's brainchild. That will come up, I believe, in July. We have to reschedule it, too. But your tickets are still good, I promise. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been... Looking forward to it, so okay. I guess I'm going to look a little further into the future it'll, for that one. Come. Definitely, I'm going to come to the 1940s Christmas Great, Carol. Thanks. I think that sounds wonderful. And do you have any plans for the future as far as expansion, or what? What are your? You know, thoughts? we um, we just are trying to fill our seats. Is the main thing. Um, as we, as we get a little bit of money trickling in here and there, we're making improvements. We did a major set rebuild this last year, um, and then we're just recently able to purchase curtains, which we haven't had in the past, so we have curtains on our set now. So little by little, we make improvements. Um, we are very focused on our community. I really, really want to see San Andreas's Main Street hopping like Murphy's or Sutter Creek or any of these other cute historical towns that surround us. And I would just love to see it bustling with businesses and culture. So that is a huge priority of mine. And then also supporting other theaters in our community. And so we started a, a theatrical alliance where we interact with the other theaters about once a month or so we try to get together and sometimes they'll say, hey you guys, I need a couch. Does anyone have a little red couch? And they'll say, oh well, yeah, we used one in that show last month. You can borrow that. And so that's been a nice uh, collaboration of, of arts that we've started. That is yeah. a wonderful idea and that Thanks. way nobody's got to go out and buy one thing for one play and never use it again. Right, and, and that happens there. so often. So it's been really nice and uh, just the understanding that it's it's not a competition. We're all artists and we're all supporting each other. So, I mean, hey, in the meantime, go see the, uh, every Christmas story ever told up at Murphy's Creek, you know? Yeah. I mean, and then uh, Murder on the Orient Express up in Sonora. There's great stuff going on, and I want, I want you to see it all. I want to see it all. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And do you do anything with high schools? Um, a little bit, yes. I work uh, pretty closely with some of the students from Calaveras, and we've also got some students uh, coming all the way down from uh, up in Twainheart. So our, our reach is growing, and it's really nice to have the youth that we do. So um, our youth theater will include kids from 5 to 18. So, oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a yeah, lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with that. Oh, absolutely. And I just love having a theater here in town. I, I love theater, and Thanks. I'm really glad to see you're open. So I'll Thanks. try you to get here as much as I can. Oh, I appreciate that. And ticket prices, I noticed that I went online, mm -hmm. and I saw that this particular play is going to be $10 each. Is that correct? Uh, it's $10 for students and seniors, and 15 is our general admission. OK. I'm old, so I guess so I So you get look at that $10. Other price. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, every once in a while we'll throw out an extra special, but for the most part we stick with 10 and 15. Okay. Easy. And then you can still, you can buy the the slider platter or the charcuterie, Char charcuterie boards charcuterie and board. wine, Thank it's you. always available, yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah. Is there, do you have beer available? Yep. Or is, 
all kinds of beer, all kinds of wine. Got some, you know, seltzers and some ciders and things like that too. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Right. In fact, we have a lot of uh, hot drink specials for this show. We're gonna do a, a hot buttered rum, a spiced mold wine, um, a spiced apple cider, and a peppermint hot cocoa. Okay. Peppermint hot cocoa yeah, sounds keep you wonderful. Yes, and it doesn't have a little Bailey's in it or uh, something like that. A little, uh, a little, what do you call it? Candy cane infused vodka. Ah, oh yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm getting one of those. All right, deal. Absolutely. On me. Oh, thank you. You got it. What um, what inspired you to do this? You know, I've been in a community theater and school plays since I. I've, since as long as I can remember. So, um, in fact, the first play I did out of high school was here at the Metropolitan. I was in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes back in, I think it was 95. Um, just have done theater all over the area all of my life. I ended up working for the school district and for the past few years had run the uh, Performing Arts Center that they built. Um, so I did that for about three and a half years and just thought I love it so much that this is what I want to do with my life and I finally got to a position where I, I had an empty nest and uh, decided to take the plunge uh, with my my husband's encouragement and said you know what let's do it so it's so that was no regrets 2018 19 19 yeah. 2019 yeah so that's wonderful Thanks. and I had another question that just went right out of my mind oh, I shouldn't have, no. I shouldn't have messed with my hair <laughs> But I do have one I remember, and okay. that is how many people are in the cast? Oh, gosh, I think this cast, I think we're up to 16, 16, I think, 18. It grew. It was only supposed to be 12 or 14, but talented people kept showing up, and I kept giving them things to do. So, And then we've got my um, stage manager who ends up understudying for everyone all the time. So, you know, they're, they're a great group. They're and a lot of fun, very talented. What's the age range? Uh, we have uh, little Isaiah playing Tiny Tim. He just turned six. Oh, how cute. And then I think a couple of our more mature gentlemen are about 75. Oh. So we've got quite the age range, and we all have so much fun together. The cast bonding is just awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So I just happen to think, you know, I'm not shy about my age. I am 65. Yes, I am. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about You're in good people. company around here. We've got... Got a good age so, gap around here. Yes, absolutely. And you must have a set designer. Do you have a set designer, or do you guys just kind of all, you're the set designer? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always collaborative. I'll come in with my ideas, and, um, you know, then Missy or Charlie or, you know, somebody will say, well, what if, what if we, you know, try this, or, you know, my, my carpenter will say, you know, it doesn't really work for the door to swing this way, so I'll put that. So it's collaborative, but the ideas... Uh, pretty much it come from, from me sitting up sleepless nights on my computer designing my dream sets and then somebody helping me bring them to life. How wonderful. Yeah. What kind of program do you use to design? Um, honestly, I use uh, my old Microsoft publisher. I just cut and paste stuff. I'm just so used to using that that that's what I work with. Hey, if it works for you, it mm -hmm. works for you. That's really the creative It's process, enough to get right? the idea across to them and see what we can do with it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you get the costumes? Uh, this show, particularly my closet. Okay. Um, we took in a lot of them. We took out a few of them, you know. To, but I have a, a, a love for vintage clothing. So.
So I have had a lot of 40s, 50s, 60s clothes in my closet anyway. So a lot of them came from me, some of them thrift stores, some of them good old Amazon. Um, but we are getting donations all the time that we appreciate, so. Okay, if you wanna ask people for what you might need. Oh, yes, we could use some tools. I don't know if you can see what's going on behind us, but we have one uh, hacksaw that was donated by my friend Denny, who's in the show. And we have a drill that I purchased three years ago. It's a, a, a corded, you know, not a cordless, but you know, with wire. So we have to drag around an extension cord everywhere you go. And then we have some hand tools. So we could use some electric drills, um, uh, circular saws, jigsaws, things like that would be incredible to have. And we're always needing lumber and screws, and you know, just the basic stuff for building sets. Paint, leftover paint. Give us your ugly leftovers. We don't care. We use okay. Them. Well, that's so, thank you. That was a great question. That's <laughs> definitely a need we have, and a shed to put it all in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we got some shed builders on the other end of the county here. Uh, I hope so. Put a call out to them. Hey, we need one of your sheds over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'll run an ad in my program for you in return. There you go. <laughs> we like to scratch each other's back. We're very, like I said, we're very into community. So um, a lot of the ads that we run in our program are uh, of gratitude for donations that we've gotten. Okay, well that's good to know. Yeah, we've been very fortunate. All right, so once again, this particular place starts on November 26th. Which it runs Friday, it's uh, Friday, Saturday at seven and Sundays at two. It'll run for four weekends and close on December 19th. Okay, and what is your website? www.fourthwalltroop.com And your phone number? 754, sorry, 209, you have to do that now. 209-754-5555. Oh, how did you come up with that number? Then? I think they've had it forever and I kept it. I said, I want that number. That is a great number to have. 5555, that's us. Absolutely. All right, is there anything I haven't asked you that you think we should be talking I don't about? know. I could talk about this place all night, but I do have a rehearsal to run, so I will uh, quit talking your ear off. But I just love it here. I love our community. I love the things that are happening. I love our Chamber of Commerce. I just, we've had such an outpouring. The uh, Visitors Bureau and Angels, gosh, this community is amazing. It is amazing, and I'm with you. I'd love to see the street blocked off and mm -hmm. turn it into a nice walking mall with some tables maybe outside mm -hmm. where people can take, you know, buy a lunch, sit outside, yep. have a little conversation, enjoy I the... I know. We'll, we'll, we'll keep working on it. Let's get the, past this current, you know, COVID crisis and then maybe we can get back to work on some of those grandiose ideas of ours. Okay. All right. Well, thanks again for talking to me. And you good bet. Good luck with your Thank show. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in and hey, taking no notice of us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm excited about this place. Me too. Thank All you. Right. Thank you again, and join us next time as we explore the streets and sights of San Andreas.
as a waste of time and energy. And my uncle Scrooge is not only a member of that club, but in all likelihood, their loudest and most ardent supporters. <laughs> he sure seems to hate Christmas. Oh, Ellie, he hates anything that doesn't make him richer, so he hates Christmas most of all. I agree, Mavis. And when I just stopped in to see him, he was in a particularly foul mood. Maybe it's because. Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Roberts, 
It's not my business what happens to these people. Why should I care? <laughs> I imagine they don't care for me. It's enough for a man to understand his own business and not interfere with other people's. My, my business keeps me occupied entirely. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Good. Good afternoon. Merry Christmas, Uncle. Bob, humbug. Back again so soon, friend? Christmas a humbug, Uncle. Surely you don't mean that. I most certainly do. Merry Christmas. What right do you have to be merry? You're poor enough. What right do you have to be so miserable? You're rich enough. What else can I be when I live in a world of fools such as this? If I had my way, every idiot who had Merry Christmas on his lips would be boiled in his own pudding and buried with a spike of holly through his heart. Uncle! <laughs> Nephew! Celebrate Christmas in the way you like. Let me celebrate in the way I like. But you don't celebrate it. Let me alone with it then. Let me alone with it then. What good is it that I knew you? What good has it ever done you? But Uncle, I've always seen Christmas as a kind, forgiving, charitable time. It's the one time of year that people open their hearts and see each other as fellow man. Though it's never put a dime in my pocket, I believe that it has done me good and will do me good. And so I say, God bless it. Oh, you agree with my nephew, do you, Mrs. Franklin? Another word from you, Mrs. Cratchit, and you'll spend your Christmas looking for another job. Have I understood? Yes, Mr. Speaker. You're quite a powerful speaker, Fred. <laughs> I'm most impressed. Why don't you go into politics, run for office, become a congressman or a senator? What a great idea. Can I count on your vote, Uncle? Ah. Oh, Uncle, don't be so angry. Willie sent me back to ask for you to come have dinner with us. No, thank you. Why not? A man's first priority is to secure his financial future. What, what made you get married? Anyway. Why did I get married? Because I fell in love. Because you fell in love. What nonsense. Bob, Have you never been in love, Uncle? No, I haven't. No? No. Have you come here for the sole purpose of keeping me from my work? I'm sorry if I've upset you. Was it my intention? Well, have dinner with us tomorrow. No, thank you. Now, may I go back to work? Not until you agree to come to dinner. Oh, bah, you are always an obstinate child. Stubborn like my uncle Scrooge, my father used to say.
that's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket on the 25th day of December. Bah! Find body! I'll give you half. Thank you, sir. Uh, excellent. It appears you're not free to dine with us, Uncle. Absolutely not. Mrs. Cratchit can spend her half a day as she pleases. I'll be more productive with mine. Well, I'm sorry to find you so stubborn, Uncle, but I will keep my Christmas cheer for the last. So, Merry Christmas. Good evening. And a Happy New Year. Good evening. And a Merry Christmas, Emily. Merry Christmas, Emily. My invitation stands. You're welcome to join us. Thank you. Much appreciated, but we like to stay at home for Christmas. There's nothing more important than family, is there? Nothing at all. <clears throat> Thanks for joining us on What's in San Andreas. Join us again next time as we wander the streets of San Andreas visiting local businesses and points of interest. Mm -hmm.